Eo Saturnalia, you dirty pagans. Oh. Yes, indeed. There is no Christmas, yeah. only Yule. Yes. Well, I mean, we all know that Christmas was stolen from the pagans. Mm-hmm. Like uh, many other things. But yeah. It really makes them mad when you bring that up. Yeah. yeah. Eo, Eo Saturnalia was their greeting. Like we say, uh, Merry Christmas and shit. Very mm. nice. I just say happy holidays at this point. I'm tired of people getting mad. Just get, just leave me alone. I follow the leader now. So if they say Merry Christmas, I know they probably will be offended if I say happy holidays. Fair. And so I say Merry Christmas. And then if they say happy holidays, I know I'm just in the clear and I'll just say happy holidays. That's fair. That's fair. Because yeah. I and practicing Saturnalia. So Damn when, right. When you wish me a Merry Christmas. I'm offended because you stole my ancestors' mm-hmm. practices, which if we can talk about just the hanging of items on a Christmas tree and the witchcraft that mm-hmm. is behind that and why they might hang little treats to feed and little items to ward off bad spirits, treats to feed the good ones, maybe... Uh, it's very interesting how many things that line up were borrowed yeah. in order to get the Romans to convert to Christianity. It's right. almost like, hey, all these things you guys like about your current religion, you can still have them because we're just going to make our religion fit. But I'm sorry, I, I've gotten a little too anti a certain. No, no many, no. many of the Christmas tra- uh, traditions were uh, similar, if not directly taken from Saturnalia, feasting. You know, the holiday feast. Ooh, we love those. The giving of gifts. although Exchanging presents, yeah. 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 Home decorations. A different sense with Saturnalia, though. In the in their sense, it was the wealthy giving gifts, usually mm-hmm. to their servants and stuff like that. And that switching was the, places with them. Yeah, the showing of appreciation in that sense. Yep. Wow. And mm. schools and businesses were also closed for, from uh, daily business, like, you know, practice. We don't even do that anymore. Yeah. The time off or whatever. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Saturnalia, there's the other, you know, if we're going to just talk about Christmas as a whole for a second and throw in here just the fact that it's a sun ritual, you know, at least the, the reason for the pagan dates are because of the winter solstice. And mm-hmm. that's. In all reality, you can kind of attribute the myth to that directly to the sun, right? So, if and I know I'm taking uh, Christ's rebirth and Easter and meshing it with Christmas, but I didn't do that originally, so just bear with me here no, for a that second. Was South Park. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just unpacking this here. But the sun on the 22nd dies in the sky, and it's lower in the sky for three days, and on the 25th, days start become becoming longer. Mm-hmm. And the sun has risen. It is reborn. Sounding familiar, any of this? A little bit. So, yes, it's a pagan holiday. It's the it's the worshiping of the sun. It's been tweaked. And it's a story that, date-wise, Christian scholars had to sort of reverse engineer the math to get it to work. Mm-hmm. And I guess by scholars, I mean like the, the originators of Christianity um, in order to make these dates kind of fit what their new religion would do but yeah they've just borrowed a lot of pagan rituals we'll talk easter this fertility ishtar right i mean they barely even barely even why why what part of the christian myth are rabbits important again 
Well, um, they deliver eggs. That one South Park episode. <laughs> uh, it's it's all about the Illuminati, right? Yeah. Oh yes, that's and right. I hope people know. The I'm hair joking. club for men. <laughs> where else? Where else are you supposed to get Cadbury eggs? They from sell the, them in from, England from year round. Yes. Mm. Actually, in in certain convenience stores, you can find them year round too. But yeah. it's, it's just random. They're usually in the hood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is the inside made out of? I don't caramel? like it. Nougat. Oh, you oh get no, the I always got the white, cream. The it's white nougat, maybe? Ooh, caramel sounds good. I'm going to yeah. get that next year. The Those caramel are the ones are the good ones, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that cream stuff, though. Ugh. Anyway. Nougat. I, I, I kind of feel <laughs> like Christianity was really borrowed a lot, and it's still full of witchcraft, so I there's going to be... There, there are a lot of people that might disagree, but um, step back, take a logical perspective, do your research, and I think you might see just so many similarities that are kind of uh, very, very much in relation to witchcraft, paganism, and a lot of previous religions. So, yeah, um, but, you know, some people aren't ready to have their worlds rocked. That's fair. They have a built-in defense for it, too, because Satan himself got to Earth early and set up all of those other religions to mimic Christianity to test the faith of Christians so that they would doubt the one true God. So I have, I have been explained. This has been explained to me before. So don't worry. Was, was that all before? Covered. Yeah, they, they always have <laughs> was a that? little reason. And if not, it's... We're supposed to live by faith. Was that before or after he scattered the dinosaur bones around? Yeah, what's up with that? I heard it was a joke. What about the giants? The 12 uh, feet tall folks that they keep finding around. The Nephilim. Is that, was that Nephilim. them? Yeah. I, I think very recently there was actually, uh, on Conspiracy Vibes on YouTube, I saw a video. This guy believes he recorded one. Check that out. It's very interesting. A giant walking around a mountain. And you're like, that doesn't look like a giant, but you have to think about how far away the mountain is that he's recording on and how large this thing is that's moving. Oh. It's pretty crazy. Oh, shit. Whether or not it's real, I don't know. We always have to understand that there are ways to doctor, st- doctor videos and things like that. Oh, but especially it now. looks really intriguing. So, Especially now with different AI programs. and Yes. Yeah. Yeah, shoot. I was... We're going to a different conspiracy rabbit hole. But I, I tend to believe that uh, Photoshop and video editing has been available uh, in a much, how do I say this properly, in a much smoother or, I guess, more uh, technical sense than we've been led to believe. Like There, there are some oh, for really, like Photoshop was something that could be done, I think, as early as the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it took experts in that. I mean, obviously, it was done in a different way than it is now. But you could edit, manipulate photos and video images. I think, honestly, since those things were created, I think people have been able to manipulate them. And it's just something that we're kind of just now I finally like able to start to realize, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. a big part of some conspiracy theories too like uh the moon landing oh the moon landing that's a big one yes and being the film nerd that i am i have had this one explained to me in a way that makes sense now lou 
you know some of this as well. How familiar are you with the, what was it, the front-end image projection that Kubrick was using uh, in 2001 A Space Odyssey? Do you know what I'm talking about, the technology that he had? I do and I don't. I remember it was different. Yeah. So essentially, I'm trying to explain this in a way that would make sense to a non-film nerd like myself, but it it was think of it in a sense of being able almost like it was a precursor to a green screen so what you could do is uh it was used in the opening scene of 2001 space odyssey with um the apes that were fighting over the monolith like they used this technology uh to basically you could have a painting or an image in the backdrop and make it look as if uh you were superimposed yeah it was yeah superimposed it, it, so they would have this movie set with 12 apes standing on a, a makeshift rock but then they'd have this image of you know a desert behind them and mm-hmm. the way that it was blended in post it would look as if they were out there standing in this great big desert and so the the rumor, the theory is, and that's why Kubrick is specifically named as the director who filmed the moon landing, is because of that technology that he had that he used for 2001 A Space Odyssey. Also, there's um, how I, Dr. Strangelove, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which, if you'll notice, uh, had military consulting because as any movie does that uses american aircraft or any any military if it includes our military's weapons then you can bet your ass and you can wait for the credits and watch it at the end you will see that our government was involved and if our government was involved it meant that they had approval of the script now that's a random tangent but anyway dr strangelove gave kubrick access to the inside of a B-52 fighter pilot. I, I, her, forgive me if I misnamed this plane, but in order to get an accurate shot for the final bomb dropping, he was given access to images that regular old civ- civilians do not have because that's private military stuff. So mm-hmm. these are I, I'm laying out these strings just to try to tie it. For the, those of you who know this story are rolling your eyes at me, but those who don't, I'm trying to explain why it was, why it is that viewed that stanley kubrick filmed the moon landing because he a already had ties to the military and b was a successful director at creating these types of images where if there was ever someone who was going to create a gray dusty ground and then superimpose an image of space behind it there was one director that we all knew could do that it was stanley kubrick so that's where that theory kind of got its legs then there's the whole thing with the shining where Mm -hmm. little danny stands up wearing his Apollo 11 sweater and there's all those little, you know, subtle hints that people think it's Kubrick trying to tell you that he filmed the moon landing. So anyway, I I said all that preamble just so we're all on the same page. Now, understood. I had this debate on Christmas Eve with some family members. So I wanted to ask each of you, what are your thoughts on the moon landing? Do you think we went? Do you think it was filmed? I've also heard that non-manned drones have landed on the moon but because of the van allen uh radiation belt that there's no way a human could get there so i have there's also that third option people believe 
well, something's been to the moon, but not a human. Maybe we've sent some ships there. They've come back. But So where do you land on that whole theory? Where do we land on it, you say? <laughs> I think it happened, but I don't think it happened the way they say it did. Ooh, there is a mysterious fourth option that I'm glad you've mentioned. So I'll put a pin in that. Kelsey, what do you think? Actually, I, I'm kind of in agreement. Um, but that's because while some people don't like this guy for whatever reasons, I like Joe Rogan. And I do catch him every once in a while just to hear the different conspiracy theories because conspiracy theories are awesome. And I do like something that he said. I, I'm very open to the idea that while the video could very well be fake, there is a chance that we went, but we weren't able to film it. I liked that idea. However, it's my also my understanding that other countries have landed on the moon themselves. So am I wrong on that? Is that true? I would have to search that. I, uh, it's possible. Uh, while we look that up, I, I will uh, elaborate a little bit further on this because there is or there are a couple of strands to that theory uh, being perhaps that we landed on the moon and that we are not alone, that there are already other beings on the moon mining it, or as uh, some would suggest that the moon is itself a spaceship that has been planted into Earth's orbit. That's another theory. You can go ahead. Do you have something? So... Uh, missions to the moon have been conducted by the Soviet Union, United States, Japan, the European Space Agency, China, India, Luxembourg, Israel, Even Italy, Luxembourg. and South Korea. Yo, Luxembourg yeah. is smaller than, I think, every state in the Union, and little old Luxembourg got to the moon. That is interesting. I did not... I, I had strong suspicion that russia and china had both gotten to the moon i didn't know how many had gone there that is very interesting but so now, what's interesting is i'm trying to figure out uh if those are manned missions so yeah it's a good question and and that another so option here is that kubrick filmed the moon landing as you guys suggested because it could not be filmed potentially because there were already aliens there mining for it uh, i don't know what other options there could be for why it couldn't be filmed or why that footage couldn't be shared with us were there any theories you guys had or had heard about that just that the the video cameras may not have been able to be out in that gravity that mm. gravitational force i mean if you think about it there's a lot of things we have to adjust for the astronauts i'm sorry that that those industries like nasa and such have to adjust for the astronauts to be able to survive mm -hmm. in space so there's no guarantee that our video cameras at the time would have been able to shoot anything on the moon I, yeah. we very yeah. well could have not had they couldn't that. have survived the vacuum in a way i yeah. doubt we could i'm i'm one that doubts that the computers we had at the time could have even gotten a spaceship and a lunar module on the moon and then back off. So mm -hmm. let alone Weren't get cameras up there to film it and transmit it back yeah. to us. Weren't they giants? 
the computers back then were oh, enormous. Yeah. They were nothing like the ones in your pocket. They took up yeah. full rooms. Yep, incredible. And those were and those are seventies computers mm-hmm. too. So that's even <laughs> several years after all of this, the computers are still the size of rooms. Right. So mm-hmm. how in the world? did this happen and then again there's the whole talk of the van allen belt right which it's questionable to understand how the the question with that is in order to have let's say a lead-based ship that would keep you insulated from that radiation and keep everyone healthy that thing be too heavy Mm -hmm. to then fire and blast and escape earth's atmosphere and, and orbit and all that so how did they manage to, you know, in this very light tin can, you know, how did everyone make it through and not just all turn into Dr. Manhattan on the way down? Um, or up. Or, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, it's – I remain a skeptic of the thing. I thoroughly believe that we can send ships up there to and fro at will, uh, satellites, whatever, probes – Oh yeah, I, non-manned. Yeah, yep. Oh yeah, unmanned stuff to be up there all day. Because I question if it was so easy to get up there, why don't we ever go back? Not only that, because we live in a simulation. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but you look at the footage that we had on there, and even even in the city with the light pollution, you can still look up and see fucking stars. So you mean to tell me? On the most remote fucking thing that we've been to as people with cameras, that there's not a single fucking star in the background yep, of any shot. Or, and you know, this is something that you've actually brought up during our many, many discussions, is nobody thought to bring a fucking telescope. Yo, right. To the furthest point we've explored to, to that point. should have been, like, the number one thing brought. After food. <laughs> like, if that wasn't and the water. most ultimate goal, you could see, imagine, because it, it could be hard to conceptualize for mm-hmm. those who haven't been astronomy nerds, who haven't mm-hmm. used a telescope, but can you imagine the new points of perspective the new things that could have been discovered by bringing a telescope with you to the moon? A quarter million miles off Earth. Oy. Uh, and there's just so much more. And, and then to think, to do that for the entire surface area of the moon, mm-hmm. right? Like, just for that data alone, is it not worth to continue to go back up there? And, and maybe there's some argument that in the time since we've been able to uh, – acquire that with satellites and photo well, imagery, yeah. whatever since then with the different telescopes and yeah. space probes that we've sent that are never supposed to come back they're just you know sending data yeah i yeah it's just weird I, I find the whole thing very odd and it just seemed very convenient when you look at the timing of oh we have to win this space mm-hmm. race and then all of a sudden exactly. we just miraculously sh- pulled it off and did it yeah and it was shortly after that Russia started to fucking spiral. Yep. We, uh... Oh. Okay, so devil's advocate theory. Um, there is there is no moon. We are in a simulation. Ooh. And that is the reason we don't go back. And maybe all these other countries are working together 
or maybe they're all working together and we don't go back or really go there because there is another civilization there like you were talking about Kev um but no I really devil's advocate theory with a simulation how are you going to go to the moon there is no moon that is true that reminds me much of uh what is it dark city the unfortunate movie that was released a few months before the matrix and was too much like the matrix to last and it had a very similar thing it was uh, a city where it was always night, and much like the Truman Show, at one point, our our main character tries to escape, only to, to realize that there is a an end to, to the simulation, essentially. Um, so it's a cool concept that's been played with uh, over time a- across multiple movies, but yes, there... Yes, the island. Did you ever see that? Oh, with, uh, I forgot about the Scarlett island. Jones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who was the lead? Now, that was actually not simulation so much as put in a simulation because they were clones of real people. Right. But still, sim- like a similar concept when it comes to, holy crap, I'm in a simulation. Yeah. Wasn't it Scarlett Johansson and Ewan McGregor? I think it was Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Because he was like, that's no island. It was that's a space station. Right? So. No. <laughs> it, and then it had, um, oh, the guy from armageddon a bunch of different adam sandler movies His steve name. buscemi i'm yes, guessing just you. based on thank that description you. okay so nice awesome. did i get it hell yeah. yes he's awesome that uh yes love to smoke a, smoke a left-handed <laughs> cigarette with steve buscemi <laughs> with old, someday with steve i i bet that would be Snoop a great Dog, thing that'd be Martha cool stewart and samuel jackson and tommy fucking sean that'd be cool too holy shit there's a whole party you could have I wonder if they're friends ever. I'd hope. You'd think, yeah. That there's a certain stoners usually roll together. That goes this goes on uh, smoke breaks together at right. the at the different award shows and whatnot. You would think, but that's got to be the best group in Hollywood. Little Seth Rogen on it. So you mentioned with with the moon landing, you had mentioned this simulation theory uh, as being a possibility for there being no moon, and there's another. Um, potential answer here if you're of the flat earth variety they would say that the moon and the sun are actually within you know our own bubble so to speak our own atmosphere and so the the moon merely looks big and it's not really a big rock we could go to at all now i don't adhere to that theory um but it is out there, uh, so wanted to mention that one. And another one, uh, so the, while we were talking about this, another theory that I had discussed on Christmas Eve popped up into my head, and this was brought to me from one of my relatives who was telling an anecdotal story about someone who decided to fly over the no-fly zone in the North Pole. And the allegations, the story that I heard, was that what was found over the North Pole was a giant hole at the top of the Earth. Well, maybe some of you have heard about hollow Earth theory. Mm-hmm. Yes. We've talked about it potentially before. I have just recently discovered a video about a lost city that was found in a tunnel in the Grand Canyon. Uh, and there, uh, we can talk about that at length Ooh. at some point. I'm happy to 
to talk about that now too and tell you what I've heard, but I, I'm not fully researched on it yet. But there's been an there was an ancient city discovered back in the time when the Grand Canyon was first discovered before it was made federal property, and now we're all told you know all these locations are blocked off for our safety, um, but some of them you can find have blocks you know cement blocks with the hooks so you can tell that they at one point or another were set up for people to be climbing down them and now they're off limits and so there was uh, the diary of an old prospector way back like at the beginning the original discovery of the grand canyon all this who went into this tunnel brought some people we'll talk we can talk about it more but basically i just wanted to get at introduce hollow earth theory because we were talking about this stuff i just kind of wanted to lob that out there see if you guys had heard of it of course there's a journey of the center of the Mm -hmm. earth book uh, and what your thoughts were on hollow earth if there was any potential there yeah even operation high jump touches on that oh because that's that's the idea that that's where the base the secret nazi base was in the Antarctic, which was in I, the hollowed earth. Yeah, which I recently ha- I, I have heard that there, ab- a matter of fact, absolutely was a Nazi base in mm-hmm. Antarctica. That it's not even uh, a conspiracy theory anymore. Right. I don't know. I'd have to double check that. But uh, I think it's pretty much known now. Right. Why I, else would they be there? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I uh, don't mean to interrupt, but I I like the idea of the hollow earth theory. I don't think we can rule it out because honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I personally have only seen a lot of America, to be honest, but um, a couple other countries and that's it. I haven't, well, a few other countries, but I, I've never been to Antarctica myself. And with my brain, I don't trust the government to tell us the whole truth. Never. Um, or even close to the whole truth. Um, maybe like an eighth truth comes out of them. I expect at the most. So when it comes down to it, and also when you have the fact that there are a lot of countries that are teamed up working together, mm-hmm. I am not going to rule out the idea of a world order. So, you know, sure. I, I've never seen it. I, I'm not going to rule it out at this point. There's just so much shit that it's like, well, we're not going to show you this for your safety, for the Earth's safety. Are you really not showing us Antarctica for the Earth's safety when we have all the pollution we have? We have all of the bull crap that's going on with climate change that no one seems to be really changing. But you're going to get together and protect this one place that every and create a no-fly zone, by the way, mm-hmm. that keeps everyone out but the government's. Yeah, you look sus, bruh. It's like, never sorry, look good, yeah. I, I right. you look sus. It's not. There's no way you don't at that point. So you deserve Agreed. these conspiracy theories, really, when it comes down to it. There's <laughs> no reason I think that we shouldn't. It begs uh, for them have, to be spawned. We have yep. a feed of the sun, but we can't see anything that's going on in Antarctica. I understand it's cold there, so maybe it's harder to have video. But do we have videos of Antarctica that we see on a regular basis? Well, if we can have if we can have satellites that take pictures of license plates, yeah, I'm pretty sure we could have something set up to to fucking show. Look shit at like Antarctica, that. but yeah. you yeah. have it as a no fly zone. I'm guessing that's because you don't want people flying over it and littering, whatever. Okay, I get that, but the satellite's not going to do that. So why can't we see the satellite pictures? Same question for the North Pole, by the way. 
Yeah, because that, that both both yeah. points in it are supposed to be both points. Both yeah, points. That's yeah, that's even more so. Yeah. So you guys so need to get it together. Figure out your better lies. Uh, I guess the, the hollow earth theory is essentially like think of a donut. Yeah, that, I've heard it. I've yeah. definitely heard so, it. I've heard Atlantis could be in there. Mm-hmm. I've heard all kinds of stuff. And and really, if you want to disprove that, then maybe you should allow satellite images. I mean, we can see the inside of Zeus. We can see pictures of the sun on a regular basis from NASA, supposedly, um, <laughs> until, you know, until there's the a Black disruption in the feed by. when we see something yeah. that you don't want us to. But, like, you won't show us Antarctica? Why, dude? Why? Like, what's the point of not showing us that? I I don't know. It's all very suspicious. So, I, it, yeah, I rule nothing out at this point. Especially when it's something that the notably suspicious and, I don't know how to say, almost cult-like Nazis went down there. And they tried everything historically. We, we talk about the bell they tried. Mm-hmm. They tried time travel. They tried everything. So if the Nazis go down to Antarctica, and then they're like, "Hey, nothing to see here, pal." Uh, my immediate, like all my red flags are going off. Like, what right. do you mean? Something. The most suspicious group in history <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> says no. There's nothing. Hey, Al Hydra. To see over there. Yep, I imagine it just like the Marvel movie with yeah. Marvel movies with Hydra and everything. Oh yeah, well that's I mean like they're it's all infiltrated in the government and shit. Mm-hmm. Where I believe that's probably where that inspiration came from, much oh, like the real life Star Wars Empire Operation is Paperclip, hundred percent based on the Nazis. Um, that that's uh, fact there, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, hundred and then Captain America, yeah, a lot of that. I mean, most how many comics were sold simply fighting nazis i mean mm-hmm. that's that wasn't strictly marvel that was dc too batman right. and robin were fighting nazis back then oh yeah um so yeah they, well uh yeah because captain america was made while it was in its uh predecessor atlas comics so yeah you know that's because that's what marvel was before they became marvel they were under the banner of atlas and that's where we also get the uh, iconic image of Captain America knocking Hitler the fuck out. Bam. So I think I think there's a lot of suspicious things that have been guised under the idea of national or planetary security because it, it's it's bullshit. Because it's easier to say than. Uh... No, we're not going to show you. Right. Yep. Well, then because why are you? How do show we you? react when that happens? We not have great. Conspiracy theories that form either way. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's going to happen either way. Either way, it is going to happen. Yeah. So you were talking about a really fun one earlier. Actually, you know my my matrix theories and and whatnot. I'm never going to be against the idea that we could be in a simulation. Great. So and. An AI art video came out, and it was pretty fascinating because it's it was put into the AI generator Human Evolution, and it kind of took it on this like GIF type journey where it it evolved, and it started out I believe with apes, moved on to humans and whatnot, 
And then the humans became cyborgs. The cyborgs became full-on robots. The robots became matrix tubes. And so that was interesting that it was created by AI. And that's apparently what at least one AI feels our evolution will be. And I don't know. What do you guys, you guys, I have ideas on this, but what do you guys think about the theory that uh, we could be slowly evolving out of human, humanity? I'm looking forward to drawing the third arm. I mean, you already have one. (laughs) (laughs) Flattery will get you everywhere. I, uh, I mean, wouldn't that be closer to a leg, though? I, I oh, guess that's fair. Oh, that's fair. a not um, safe for work podcast. We are bringing it back. Um, <laughs> go ahead. What? What? I have lots so of thoughts on this, so I'm I, gonna I'm gonna sit. Is it gonna come out of your chest? <clears throat> I mean, if you believe that one alien movie, or your the back of your neck. I just mm. don't know how many options you have for placement. No, that's maybe maybe Goro style so sternum. Yeah, because. If about two more. You would want two, I think. Yeah. Right? To balance. Goro yeah. slash Rick and Morty, right? For yeah. those non Mortal Kombat fans out there. Mm. Fucking Dizorpians. A second arm. See, I would rather look forward to accessory. And have you seen the movie Upgrade? Not no. yet. Ah, it's a good movie. I highly suggest it. Um, I would be looking more towards that type where you turn your hand among other things into like a gun where you know you can almost inspect or gadget it you know what i'm saying that's another good example i'd be looking more forward to that part of singularity because i i don't disagree with this as a possible outcome for humanity i think it's very interesting that an ai of course suggests that we will become ai i thought i think that's a right, whole intriguing. different suitcase we could unpack. We could probably spend an entire episode just talking about that part. Ulterior motives much? Yeah, but I've also uh, conversely heard the theory that the gray aliens that we hear all about are just future humans coming back in time to run tests on their mm-hmm. former selves to try to prevent some sort of you know life-ending situation. So I've heard all kinds of versions of this um so i don't know i think it's quite possible it sounds a lot like the plot of the matrix similar to the plot of the matrix because although now that i'm thinking about it they feed off of humans a lot but Mm -hmm. the 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 visuals because you did show us the video it it looked matrixy right like when they they almost like they turned into those little floaty with the claw arm thing the sentinels right like we had tubes like the singularity Mm mm-hmm where they were just one with the machine. Yeah. And and so that got me thinking, how how could that possibly happen? Of course, cuz people are going to say no, that's that's not possible. But think about it, okay? How do we get assimilated into the tubes, right? We are to the point now where we do not discuss things in person very often. Mm-hmm. We're very much internet creatures. And our younger generations are only becoming more and more enveloped in that. I have yeah. uh, two children. They both have Oculuses right now, okay? So that gets you into the VR. If you oh, think about right. movies like the one with um, – there was one with Bruce Willis where it it might have been called Surrogates mm-hmm. where Surrogates. they were all – they were all living in VR, basically, and mm-hmm. their their outer bodies were just kind of 
shells. They're, they didn't really want to spend time in the real world. They only wanted to be in, in the virtual world. So we're getting to the point where we're already, our, our, we play video games in VR. We're getting to the point where we can do more in VR. Um, there's plenty of people that watch porn in VR. It's, uh, it's just becoming more and more something you can use in mm -hmm. your daily life. Uh, you have Musk's little implant, uh, Neuralink, that is starting to come out. And yes, it does start with controlling your devices, but think about how much further it could be. Also, think about the advertisements. Doesn't that scare you? It I terrifies hate that me. idea. It sounds I, like the worst idea ever. Like, can you imagine the worst jingle in the world just playing in your head every 30 seconds? The Burger King? Every, like, the chicken minutes? Burger King? Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, I'm not I, even going to say it. I won't even no. do it. Futurama, I, where, where you have the uh, commercials in your sleep. I, I mean... Yes. Yikes, or Minority yes. Report, you know, yeah. as you're walking and the the scanners recognize your retinas, you get personalized ads mm -hmm. on yep. the billboards. And that technology, by the way, um, that hologram advertisement technology is here. I, 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 know, I know someone who's selling it currently uh, oh, wow. out in stadiums and stuff where concession stands will have holograms of the items that they're selling at stadiums and Shoe, shoe companies are highly invested in this right now. Mm. That's and very cool. Yeah, it is going to be cool. But, you know, so that's the next thing, too. We th th think, look at, like, contacts that will be implants. We've, mm -hmm. we've yep. seen and heard about these where you'll be able to read text messages through your contacts. Well, how soon before that becomes a part of a LASIK surgery? Well, look, I don't want to be putting contacts into my eyes. Plenty of people forego contacts yes. for LASIK now. If they are told, hey, I can fix your vision and allow you to read, you know, your text messages, whatever. And all right. you have to do is replace those eyeballs with these perfect computers. You'll always see in 2020. Hell, you'll see better than 2020. I don't think that's going to be a hard sell 20 years from now. As a no. person who has been stuck with an astigmatism in each eye since he was nine years old, I don't think that it will be hard to convince future families to say, hey, we're going to upgrade this whole eye package, and the families that have the money, I think, are going to do it. And mm -hmm. then yep. it just becomes a slippery slope. And that's where the movies like Upgrade come in. And I do think Black that's a reality. You, you Black Mirror, and, and I was about to say Black Market, for mm -hmm. these upgrades where they become weaponized. Because as soon, think Ooh. about it, how many times throughout history – were tools that were meant for agriculture turned into weapons because, oh, not only can this till the land, but I can stab someone in the heart with it and conquer my enemy with it. Like, it's a, it's kind of the human nature. We came up with the nuclear energy. What did we, what was one of the first fucking the things bombs. we ever did with it? It was learn how to destroy things with it. Yeah. I thought the uh, bomb came before the energy. Probably did. Yeah. Probably yeah. did. Yeah. See, so. <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's the first thing we think of sadly is like let's how can we destroy this. other people yeah it's i don't think it's that far-fetched honestly i i i mean my kids might go for it i'm not going to go for it personally i don't want to hear elon musk in my head every day but i think my kids could or their kids could because we're slowly being fed the things that we need to adjust to the idea and yeah, it does take generations, but we've learned that things do take time. So, and I'm, yeah. I find it hard to believe that there's not been planning done on this for a long time. I promise you, my grandfather, if he had been given the option to have music beamed to little devices in his ears via Bluetooth, 
that he would have said no way that's going to give me brain problems right mm -hmm. like my i had this conversation about finances because we talked about this in older iterations of the show i bring up this memory a lot my brother and i talk to my mom about it still there was a time my brother was still too young to understand finance and i was telling him that before i told him at the time i thought that by the time he was my age that we would be on a strictly digital currency and he mm -hmm. thought that that was crazy and at that point i asked my mom i said mom if you had told grandma when you were my brother's age that at one point your money could be carried on a plastic card that would be tracked only on the internet, like would she have believed that that was possible? And my mom corrected me and said, look, when I was a child, the idea of just a credit card wasn't something that we could have passed on to our parents as an acceptable form of currency. So oh, yeah. it just goes to show it doesn't take it, sometimes one generation, two generations to No, that's these. legit. Yeah. I remember when uh, fast food places were all cash only. Cash only. Now some of them don't take cash at all. Yeah. And you have to place the order. McDonald's, they have seriously incentivized you to place your order before you get there. Give mm -hmm. them a four digit code. You don't even, you don't hand them any money. They are charging you before you get there. Mm -hmm. And then you're only, you're skipping the first window. Boom. And here's your food. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of places are doing that. Yeah. And I remember when it was cash only. Um, yeah. It's insane. Nowadays, even vending machines take Apple Pay mm -hmm. and uh, touchless and I think or cards. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the the pandemic advanced that advanced that a lot, and I mm -hmm. think there's probably some conspiracy theories to even discuss at that yeah. point. I don't know. I've got one. I've already got one in the oven. Well, uh, that I, will, I know. Yeah, touch on some modern day stuff. So maybe we'll avoid that. But go ahead. Boo. I know my five G. Reception has been a lot better since I've been vaccinated. <laughs> it's the chip. It is the chip. Yeah. I'm not worried about being tracked. I willingly carry, you know, a, I mean, tracking, a tracking device, device. with me yep. at all times. Right. And then I wear a second one on my wrist to make sure I, I keep losing weight. So, you know, I've, you I've sold, I've traded my soul in at a discount, it seems. But if my phone doesn't move for about 20 minutes and it's not you know, between the hours of midnight and 6 a.m., then the government assumes that I'm doing something wrong. Probably. Because <laughs> I left my phone at home. <laughs> Constantly moving. I never did understand that about the pandemic, the, the vaccine uh, conspiracy, that about whole thing. About the tracking thing. device? Like, yeah. it, it would have to be more than a tracking device yeah. if you really want to break it down. It's not just going to be a tracking device because everyone has one. Right. What Every, would you need it for? Yeah. It, you used right. to be able to turn your location off on your phone, and it wouldn't really mess with anything. Now try it. Now try turning off. If you have a – so I have an iPhone 13. If you go to turn that off – it shows you on the screen as you're powering it off. It lets you know that Find My Phone will be available. It's it's telling you like you can turn me off, but the GPS is still working on this. Um, we're still tracking. We're you. still gonna be right. able to find it. So yeah, and that was always my thought too. With the that that conspiracy theory, I thought to me was silly because oh, why wow. would you do that? Why you should you would never. If you're someone who's in control and you think this way, you would never force someone to do something that they're already doing willingly. It's much easier to convince people to just do a thing willingly 
because of how awesome these phones are and because we all love the internet and computers and because Addicting. yeah these social media companies sold us out to our governments and yeah. they fed that information then we they know how addicted we all are to these things exactly why would they ever say we're gonna take this trust that you've given to us stupidly through I think an a Adam Conover did an Adam Ruins Everything about f social media and said, if we had all been willing to just pay 12 bucks a month for Facebook, we'd all still own our privacy yeah. and we wouldn't be in this situation. But we weren't given the option, in fairness. Nope. We were we blindly yeah. signed it away. Um, and But now we're in a position where they everyone knows everything about us. Mm -hmm. Why the hell would they risk in getting you to inject that stuff into yourself right when you're we're all willingly signing up and paying hundreds of dollars a month for the right to be tracked at all times and to not only be tracked but to have all of our internet search every mm -hmm. thought our yep. voice everything we say hell there are times i nowadays i'm pulling stuff up on apps and i go to google maps and before i can even type in the digit it's like is this the address you're looking for yep it's 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 they're damn near in my mind now why the right. hell would they need to implant me with a tracking device i have, when we just willingly carry one i would when yeah. most people would plug themselves into their phone if they could. And that's oh, yeah. to take it back to the singularity. It's And that's where it's asinine. And that's where I hear some of these conspiracy theories. And I think, well, you're wasting time mm -hmm. here. This is a waste of time. There, maybe there's something here, but it's not this. No. I, uh, I think the only thing you can do, by the way, is to turn your phone off. That's it. And how – think about it right now. How uncomfortable does that thought make you? And to pose it another way, what happens to you when you lose your phone? How – and this is a good one for the audience too. Just think about it yourself. Yeah. When you can't find your phone, what's that process like? How much do you get done? Do you get anything done before you find your phone? I don't know, Kelsey. What, what about you? What If you can't find your phone, what, what happens? Do you – Honestly, it depends what I'm doing. I do have the ability these days to go ahead and do other things. And I do have times where I, that was a joke earlier. I do have times where I put my phone down. Generally, I'm working on my plants or I'm playing Overwatch. But generally, if I'm playing a video game, I have a video running on my phone. So there's always something yeah. running. Um, I guess if I didn't have it and I didn't already have something up on the TV, I would notice that if I were like, working on my plants and I probably wouldn't do anything until I found my phone unless I was distracted by other things but it's it wouldn't be long before I'd be just searching for my phone yeah. because my my life is kind of on my phone same yeah it email to this point yes. like I there was uh, a couple weeks ago there was some bad weather and I work a remote day job and uh, the internet was out and it, I was able to do my entire job from my phone. Uh, oh, just, wow. Yeah, because I have internet, I, you know, I have the 5G connection or whatever. But right. yeah, I'm able to do that entire thing. I, Lou knows this, before I was able to kind of pull myself out of the mud, so to speak, and, and, and saved money and got some real equipment, I ran multiple podcasts, multiple YouTube channels from a phone doing all the recording, video editing, did everything. You can, if you are dedicated to doing it and you can, don't mind putting a few bucks into a few apps, you can run 
entire companies off of your phone these Absolutely. days. And, mm-hmm. and again, that is a much more fruitful endeavor to just get people to continue to be more and more invested into their own personal microcomputers and to say, we're going to force you to inject something into your body. That doesn't track for me. That I, way you take a uh, horse meds. That, yeah. It, who does that? You know, we can land a plane with our phone. It ma- it makes no sense. Like, who would that? You know, re- Republicans, Democrats. No, it, it makes no sense. They would burn every bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whatever COVID conspiracies there may be, the one that I absolutely will always write off is a tracking device. Miss me oh, with yeah. that. Don't even give me two seconds of that. I don't want to hear it. It could be something else. It could be a microchip of something else. Oh yeah, I, I won't. I won't rule that out. But there's just, as you said, there's Maybe no reason. different nanomachines. There's no reason to put a tracking device yeah. in a person. Now there is a reason to want to put an implant in a person mm. that could track them, and you can't take it out because it's installed into your very skull. But um, you know. That's that's going to be a personal decision people will make in the future, and I think that that's going to be part of the evolution, not a horse mm-hmm. thing like you were talking about with the, with the vaccine. I think it's going to be much easier for them to just convince people to do it because in a couple generations, most people I don't think will question it. And to add to that, look at how self-policing we are. We are on the tail end of one of America's biggest holidays. We've made a bunch of jokes about it already. But it's Christmas time, right? Right. As a group of people who don't really, let me, how do I say this, appreciate the religious aspects of the holiday, right? I myself, for uh, the better part of three decades, have continued to participate in a religious event that I do not believe in. Right. Due to societal pressures that have been applied upon my family. That then my family applies on me, and the only and best way to make them happy is just to play along with what everyone else wants me to do. And I say that simply to say, at a certain point, enough people get these implants and it becomes the societal norm. And at that point, the easiest thing to do is to just get along. And you always Mm -hmm. have those people who refuse to do that. There will always be a small percentage that say no. They will look like the crazy ones, though. Mm -hmm. Yes. They will be the ones that are shunned. They will be the outsiders that nobody gets along Mm -hmm. with, the the people that can't adjust. Yep. They will be other eyes. It really Mm -hmm. makes you think about our past old-timers that couldn't adjust and their views, and maybe we should have listened to some stuff. Some of them, yes. I think we yeah. might we might have been missing out. Now, the, racism is not a part of that. <laughs> no. Uh, neither is any kind of prejudice in any way, shape, or form. Let's face it, that is not something that we mislearned over the years. That stuff is bad. But, you know, maybe maybe some other stuff, they might have had a point. I, there, I do think, or sometimes I wonder out loud, did we surpass like the peak of our technological existence like did we have a sweet spot where we had just enough to make life easy but we hadn't overexposed it and made ourselves like i used to be a person who waited 10 to 20 minutes for an internet page to load now if my phone can't load it in three seconds i close the app and if that doesn't work in three seconds then i will restart the phone right I did that earlier before the show. Right? 
the, we cannot deny how much like this has changed in our lifetimes. way we behave in our own lifetimes. Exactly. Right. I started out on the internet, to be honest. I mean, I was home alone a lot. And so I was on the internet unsupervised. What the fuck, mom and dad? Uh, but anyway, uh, and it's never, it's only gotten more expansive. It, it was a pretty big place back then at the age of eight. Like it was a huge place and it's only gotten bigger. And, you know, it's, it looks like it's just going to keep getting bigger, but I don't, I don't want to be sucked into it. Like it doesn't need to be my home. You know, right. I feel like that's where we're going. So yeah. Yeah. yeah with business. Yeah. If you, the, if you want to start your own business today, a small business owner, the yep. best be way to do is going to be on the internet. Yeah. You have to use it in some way, shape or form. Social media too. Like yep. I hate social media, but if I want to start a business, I have to start a business social media platform on probably multiple platforms it's insane but it's we were just pushed into all of this and conforming now no and that's so true that you 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 think about a traditional brick and mortar business on a street and that used to be limited to people who would go buy it yep or word of mouth now you can have a pop-up store. Exactly. And, well, and not only that, but, you know, with a digital footprint, you can increase your drive-by traffic by unprecedented amounts. Oh, yeah. Try not having a Google page. Try right. not being listed on Google Maps. And that's kind of word of mouth where you have the Google reviews. Yep. But also, people will be able to find you. Who mm -hmm. just goes out and drives around and looks for things anymore? No one can afford that gas. Not typically. I well, mean, other than the random adventure I drive you on sometimes. Right. And those are wonderful. But I don't think everyone's going on those. No. No. So, yeah. It, we're, we're sucked into online. And there's not a lot of ways to get out at this point. Let's just admit that. No. It is the beast that it is. And I think... It's going to be here very well moving forward, unless there's some sort of cataclysmic apocalypse event that takes out that infrastructure, you think such as a solar flare, boom, or you, solar storm. You think mm -hmm. that's why we kind of fantasize about apocalypses? As, a little. As the, uh, I shouldn't just lump everyone into that, but like... We have so many TV shows and movies about mm -hmm. apocalypses. I'm constantly fascinated by them. I love apocalypse movies and TV shows. I think we are all just kind of like, man, this isn't right. That's we a return to, to basic Like subconsciously, of course, this wouldn't be something that we would say out loud. Only I am doing that apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a question for you guys about that. What about this? Because I've ask that question of myself and here are two potential answers that I've gathered one could be a sense of we talk about um, sort of uh, generational trauma and how 
you know, you could have an irrational fear of heights if, mm-hmm. for instance, like your grandfather experienced something traumatic from uh, ho- and that could be passed on to you. Right. Is it possible that our shared collective post-apocalyptic fantasy is either a a shared memory of a time before? Because I personally believe that this life is cyclical. We may or may not get time to talk about the Great Pyramids today. Mm -hmm. But that is something that I also talked about on Christmas Eve. About how I believe that was an energy source. There are multiple pyramids in multiple countries. I believe they were. They predate ancient Egypt. Mm -hmm. I believe that. Anyway, so I, I believe that we are not the most advanced version of humanity that has ever walked this plane. Nor do I believe that... I think we'll get more advanced in the future. I think this thing will be a cycle. So I see it as one of two ways. Either it's a shared memory of a time gone by or it's a shared premonition of what is to come. Because much like one of my heroes, Philip K. Dick, as you two can see on my bookshelf here, the author of Minority Report, I very much believe in the power of premonition. I have personally had some experiences in my life that don't seem to make sense where I have known things that were going to happen before they happened. Deja vu. Deja vu is another one as well. I don't believe that I'm alone in that feeling. And so that I will stop there and see what you guys think about that idea. Uh, You like Philip K. Dick? (laughs) I I only see half a dozen books over there (laughs) with his names on it. I, uh, I have experienced that multiple times throughout my life i will dream very prophetic things in my own life that happen and uh yeah i think you're onto something with the idea that maybe it's a premonition of things yet to come and you know you look at the pyramids the great pyramids you ever see the satellite image of those where they compare that to a fucking circuit chip? Yes. It's mind-blowing. Very odd, isn't it? It's quite a coincidence. Eerily similar. Like, exactly similar. Yeah. And that we have an understanding today of those metals that few previous generations did not understand. So right. We now understand that some of those those outside materials were best used for uh, insulating electricity. And some mm-hmm. of the internal uh, stuff that was used is best made for conducting electricity. And so we have this whole reason for believing that this was a free energy source. We also mm-hmm. know that Nikola Tesla was able to create free energy in, as early as the 1920s. So mm-hmm. again... Our limited brains could do it. There's no reason to think that people who somehow, some way, were able to build these giant pyramids with perfect angles within fractions, you know, that also were able to align them perfectly with stars. Of course, those right. people would be able to come up with free electricity. They also didn't, they weren't slave to the same commerce that we are. No. You know, if. If I often ask if if the robber barons hadn't predated the people like Tesla, if J.P. Morgan simply didn't own all the things that Tesla's product would have made him poor, like we'd be living in a different society today mm-hmm. if only things had gone in a different order. So capitalism I don't has helped a few very, very, very much and destroyed very, very, very many. 
and very many things mm-hmm. on top of it. Don't even get me started on the vinyl conspiracy that destroyed the hemp industry that resulted in, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the war on drugs was because of the vinyl industry. 100%. Pipe me. 100%. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, look at all the yeah. Look up the differences between hemp and paper, and, and just all the different ways that we could have used hemp. Uh, Biodiesel. Think about all the different ways it benefited our uh, capitalist society, though. When you have a war on drugs, you now have criminals. Mm-hmm. When you have criminals, you have gulags. A need of places to put them, and now you have private prisons. Yep, for-profit prisons. For-profit. That encage the very people you wish to silence politically, and, and who then can't vote because they're now criminals and, and their labor is free. Yeah. Yes. A lot pretty of those. much. I mean, because fifteen cents an hour ain't shit. No. Um. Yeah. But you, you fucking bet my ass in my left titty that they're making more money off that labor than what they're paying. Those are the oh, rich, by the way. That's that the point. People say, eat the rich. It's those mm-hmm. top dogs, those ones in charge of all the bullshit, the ones that are running the mm-hmm. bullshit that Modern you're dealing day with every day. That's the people that they say, eat the rich. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Not going to list the companies, though, because <laughs> I just don't. But it, capitalism has destroyed so many things. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. It would be a much different world today. And, yeah, I... I don't necessarily feel that we are the greatest version of humanity, um, to put it mildly. And we, I don't know our backstory. I feel like there's puzzle pieces scattered that we're not supposed to be able to put together. Agreed. But I, I think that it's out there. I'm sure someone is working on it. Hopefully they don't have a cell phone. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's out there. We we could figure it out maybe if we have enough time and we don't get sucked into some simulation that keeps you from looking for it. Or but yeah, yeah, or just strung along one of the many disinformation, disinformation. Uh, tracks because that's another thing. Yep. That has been proven throughout time, mainly through the UFO phenomenon. It has been proven at this point that the Navy and other um, Entities have gone out of their way, mainly intelligence agencies, to plant false UFO sightings with citizens and plant these false stories to get people on the wrong scent. I can't remember which FBI head it was. I believe it was somewhere in the 80s. But he said, we will know that we have done our job well when everything the American public believes is false. Mm -hmm. And there's just been this entire effort of misinformation um, I believe well, William Cooper, if you remember, uh, we've talked about him in a past life where he was a former naval officer who started his own radio program in Texas. He died in a shootout in his front yard with uh, undercover police that were pretending to be kids. They were throwing they were they were there to serve a warrant, uh, as the story goes, and they were causing a ruckus in his yard, throwing bricks. They were they were all in plain clothes and they were basically the the rumor is the thought is that they antagonized him to come out and then fire like that they weren't there to arrest him they were there to make sure that he would die in the attempt to being arrested but anyway william cooper was a former naval officer who for a long time believed in ufos until he came to understand that that information had been planted for him to see 
and it was the intent, he believed, of his superiors for him to see that so that he could go spread that misinformation that he was given, false information about UFOs, so that he could go be a whistleblower. And so he then went kind of full uh, anti all of it and became someone, you know, a really, a, really a founding member of what some would call a truth movement today. He had like a a local radio station uh, in Texas that that he uh, I can't maybe well, I've been even a ham radio. You can find some of these things, but yeah, there's just it's crazy to know now. The further we get, the more the information the inf- the internet makes information available. And we talk about stuff that gets declassified all the time. We learn about things that the CIA tried in the 50s and 60s and 70s. And it just makes you wonder if they were trying all that then and they're telling us about it now. What what are they still trying now? Um, It's just scary to think about. Worse shit. (laughs) Shit that we're not going to find out about for decades. And by then it'll be too late. And I do think it's that's what makes me question the current state of affairs with ufos where they are just essentially admitting all of it where they're saying yes there's a bunch of navy stuff we can't explain and they're coming out with it i don't understand Mm -hmm. what the point of that is it makes me think again what i lean to are drones Mm -hmm. and the little idea of a project blue beam of oh well they're they're telling us that aliens are here because they're going to plan on faking aliens coming mm-hmm. you know in a watchman style oh hey what's the one thing that will prevent nuclear war if we have to fight aliens and you know what else uh, aliens much like in 1984 or in Starship Troopers like that's a never ending war that we can always mm-hmm. have a wartime economy so I st- all of a sudden I'm thinking why now we do have the space force now mm-hmm. yeah. Why now would they say... Led by Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah, I love that first season. I haven't watched the second season, but... I don't know. I, I got on a little bit of a tangent there, and I apologize. But I, I question these uh, UFO sightings now. Is, is no, that's fair. Them. Do you think they'll board the Black Knight space satellite? Mm, I think they've been on it. Mm. Someone's probably been on it. Yeah. I... I adhere to that concept that there are probably multiple alien races and that Same. we, whoever has been in high power in humanity, has made deals with them. Like uh, in Men in Black. Mm-hmm. It just makes the most sense, right? What would you do if, uh, let's say, violent or, or an alien species who we believed was capable of wiping out all of humanity, if they came to you with some sort of truce that said, hey, we're going to give you some technology in return, we're going to abduct a few of your people because we use you as a energy source and we, or we want to be able to clone you so we can feed off of whatever, for whatever reason. I'd I, sign the paper before the, the ink's dry. I'd be like, whatever, I don't know, care what you're saying. Yeah, sure, take 15 and just, I'm not one of them, right? Let me get right. that. And yeah, that's probably Just make what sure happened. it's not me or mine. It's human nature. Yep. It is. Survival. Survival instincts kick in, and they can make us terrible fucking people. But then other reasons are greed. Greed also kicks in sometimes and makes Mm -hmm. people terrible people. And we've already seen capitalism full force in this country. So I'm not going to put it past, hey, we give you this material. You let us chill here. We're just going to put these people here, 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 here. We want this guy in government. Whatever. I mean, because if you see a race that is developing very rapidly, 
don't you want your people in there too? Don't you want to know what's going on? Don't you want to be able to just keep up with the Joneses and make sure you understand, well, not keep up with the Joneses, wrong analogy, but make sure you understand the next steps that are being taken. And then in exchange, we give you this material, that material, this makes this bomb, this makes this, this does this, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, we're opening up wormholes, basically, in Sweden, I believe. Is where they've got that giant ass. The Large Hadron Collider. What is it called again? The Large Hadron Collider. Hadron Collider. So, I mean, maybe there's things that we needed. We're very much a. Take these molecules and slam them together. Yep. Exactly. I can see. Higgs boson, cloud particle. Now we're in the multiverse, just a spinning. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go ahead and create a whole sci-fi movie here. You've got the, they need you to open this up so mm. that they can get some people that have been stranded on this planet. But guess what? We don't know these people. Um, so we don't know what could happen, right? But that's a whole sci-fi movie. Which, if somebody makes that, let me know. I'll watch it. I'd, I'd watch, watch that it. too. What else do you guys have? Maybe we should make it. Yeah, maybe we should just make it. Write write that as a book first. Well, I don't know how much time you guys have left, but I wanted to make sure we uh, hit any other on this conspiracy carousel while we were here. I think I've got most of mine we've covered, but uh, Lou, what do you got over there? So, have you guys heard of the conspiracy of the Titanic? I have heard of a conspiracy of the Titanics, but I will wait because I don't know if it's the one. It is. is it I think about we've talked how about Rose could have moved the fuck over. Because come on, man. Like, <laughs> there was so much room on that board. You put him on one end, her on the other. They climb up at the same time. It, it just makes sense. What the fuck, Rose? Close. Okay, cool. Retweet. That it wasn't the Titanic that actually sunk. It was another ocean liner called the Olympic. I believe I've heard bits mm-hmm. and pieces about this. Please and continue. it was I'm done intrigued. essentially for the insurance. For the insurance. Why are 80% of crimes committed? For the money. Money, 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 money. Yes, I've heard this. Money. And I got to say, it's a pretty convincing one if you get dived into it. do you? I don't know what details I don't have a whole lot yeah. down. Did but I mean, that essentially. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, my God. Still a bunch of people died. Mm. Like. That the irrefutable fact is if that there, there was an home. ocean liner that was sent out and it was purposefully put into the uh, iceberg yeah. to sink and have catastrophic loss of life. Yeah. And the guy in charge of that that idea was to apparently on the Titanic, which sank out of karma. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I. Uh, because they were building them around the same time, the Olympic mm-hmm. and the Titanic, mm-hmm. and they framed that the Olymp or the uh, Titanic was the biggest one that was ever built, it's the most unsinkable. safest ship, unsinkable. So when you think about that, that it was a part of the like whole idea was that it's an unsinkable ship. Oh, well, what do you mean it's sunk? You know, we made that to be unsinkable. Give me all my insurance money, please. Give my money. More money, please. Yeah. yeah. So it, were they both? 
I, if I can't remember, if, if memory serves, and this will be, I think this is one that we should come back to and do mm-hmm. um, a, a full, more of a deep dive, yeah. maybe a full episode on. But I believe it was that I don't think they built both or like one, they, they built one and they knew it was going to be not, that it wasn't going to be functional. And mm-hmm. so that they renamed it and sent it out uh, under and then claimed it got the insurance. I can't remember, but it was. It was essentially it was yeah, tons it, of money in that. It was an insurance oh, yeah. scam. But yeah. Essentially, was was the idea um, that they knew they had built something that wasn't serviceable, so they mm-hmm. flew, they sent it out once and sunk it, and and got the air insurance money back, and that's why it had all this decadence and all this shit on it, was mm-hmm. so that they could get the biggest return possible. Like they souped this bad boy up, and then we need all of our money back, please. Right. And I will say, although it had nothing to do with this particular industry. We do have a history of sinking our own boats uh, right. for our own gain. We did it to with the USS Maine. We did it to get into World War One. Mm-hmm. We where, where World War One. We purposely sent merchant boats into enemy territory, had them get shot down, which we knew would fucking happen. And then we said, "Oh, this oh is why God. we need to get into the war mm-hmm. because it wasn't good enough for us to simply be providing supplies <coughs> because we saw oh, how how." profitable it is to be in a wartime economy mm-hmm. and then again also yes pearl harbor was the same thing we set that up to let that happen we knew it was coming we mm-hmm. let it happen most of the ships there were decommissioned they let it happen so that we could have a reason for the american public yeah. to say we need to go to war and put an end to these mm-hmm. guys because up most until of the that serviceable point, ships brought no one wanted. on maneuvers yep. conveniently yep yeah yeah, there's another wow. well, just kind of like all the NORAD fighters were not around on a certain mm-hmm. day in September, but that's okay. Uh, nothing to see here at all. Nothing to see whatsoever. Um, so where were we? We were on a different conspiracy before we took that tangent. Where was Titanic? It? Titanic. Thank yes. you. Yes, insurance <laughs> scams. Uh, that's Lots a good one. I think murder. we should come back to that one definitely. On another note, my last thing here was, um, did you guys know Japan is freezing right now? Well, they were more a couple days ago. Hopefully they're doing a little better. Um, They have had massive power outages of 20,000 people without power on Christmas morning. Oh, wow. They have had over two dozen dead so far. One lady was 70 years old. She passed away because the snow on top of her roof fell on top of her. Oh, and wow. crushed her. Oh, um, my maybe she couldn't get out of it and she froze, but she was found underneath all that snow. Uh, there's stranded vehicles on highways, and many parts of Japan have reported three times the average snowfall that they would normally have on an average year. They're experiencing three times that. Dang. And you're talking two feet high of snow in Japan. And so, yeah, it's uh, and, and on top of that, we've got all the freezing that just happened in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, that terrible tragedy is there, too. Just unbelievable, crazy weather this year. We just had this, it feels like, just a few years ago when New York froze and yeah. they had to shut off the power to the prison. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, they chose to shut off the power to the prison. Kentucky just recently in the, over the past week had to do rolling blackouts during that blizzard during oh, all that right. snowfall mm-hmm. 30 minutes at a time with no heat no nothing they were underneath blankets with boiling water if they were able to have gas stoves like just don't unbelievable get, don't get me started on the uh, fallacy of our uh, electric 
infrastructure. Like we have what just the a grid. few the grids. Mm-hmm. I honestly it's here's a, a cons- joke. here's a conspiracy for you. The powers that be in that in that I mean the big electric companies mm-hmm. they know and probably have wireless power ready in the wings and they're just waiting for that big catastrophe whether it be a freezing on a mine they're waiting for this hundred year old bullshit cable on wooden stakes route that we've been doing for a hundred years they're waiting on it to collapse and implode and then miraculously when we need it. We will mm-hmm. be able to pull through like humans do and, and rally together. And all of a sudden, we'll have renewable wireless energy. Like, like it, we needed it, and then we created it just like that. It'll just right. be there. I think that we will be milked like fucking cows until oh, yeah. that thing, that old archaic system. That's why they don't improve upon it. Because they're just going to milk us until it explodes. Because they know in order to get where we all really want to go, we have to evolve past this shit. Mm-hmm. But let's... In the truest capitalist form, let's just wring this fucking towel until we get every last drop out of it. And then and only then will we begrudgingly move on in advance. And and then at that point, we'll already own this new form. And then we'll still be able to charge you for this free energy. See, I I agree to a point. I think what they'll do is they'll make it such a – we'll have all the – the new normal will become the rolling blackouts. But then for a premium price, you can have your power upgraded to the new and improved Blackout. best shit power ever. <laughs> it'll like it'll it. it'll hit the rich people first. Yep. Eventually dropping down to us pores. I don't understand why we don't have solar energy receiving tiles for roof tiles. I don't understand why that's not a thing that's just provided, but I kind of feel like they're trying to push us towards solar solar panels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that's what that's what I feel would likely be the next step. So I'm not on the page with either one of you on that, but I do believe there are definite possibilities. I'm not ruling them out, of course. No, that's fair. I heard something that's promising in that that they want that they're um, researching not solar tiles for your roof. But solar panels that replace the roads. I'd be down for that too. I think, yeah. and then your car could just run off of like a charger, basically. How your mm-hmm. phone can sit on the charger and charge. Oh, can they and put me on a little Hot Wheels track? You know, probably. See, and no, just, I don't and like then that. Just be it like a train, and then mm-hmm. that's gonna get rid of accidents. I robot. No, you're no. right. I just really like races and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't even like the idea of an electric car because I don't think they sound right. Like I miss mm-hmm. the sound of an old American muscle mm-hmm. car. I'm going to the drift track this year. I'm going. Not to the one I used to, maybe, but I'm going. Nice. Hey, let me know. We can cover it at Bite Size Sports because uh, we we get into racing over over on that channel. Oh, it's just little, you know, local racers, but it's still mm-hmm. so fun. You oh get yeah. To smell the track and you see the the dust comes up and hits you. I in grew the face. up. I grew it's up so in great. a dirt track in Indiana. I know all about this. Nice. I know all about this life. I do have one more to talk about yeah. briefly. Ooh. Of course. Bring it. The bets mystery sphere okay never heard of it Mm-mm. nope so nice that's i was hoping to uh Ooh. get a tub stumper I in like there nice. so i get knocked down it is down. or was an alien material allegedly the object was 
found in Fort George, Florida during 1974. It's a bit smaller than a bowling ball, so it's about 8 inches in diameter. Uh-huh. Weighed in about 30 pounds. At 8 inches in diameter, the density must be extreme on that. It would have to be. What is the... And they don't know what the material is? Allegedly steel. Hmm. But... And this is this is where it's is great. That- so the military and the government obviously say it's not uh, alien material. Oh, yeah. Well, they wouldn't have, even if it was. UFOlogists have agreed to that, that it's not alien material. Okay. So what the fuck is it? I mean, how much does eight inches of steel in a, a an eight inch diameter of steel, how, how much does that normally weigh if it's in a, a perfect sphere? Right. Mm. Because maybe, I don't know the answer to that. Maybe it's the anal bead from a Nephilim, and they lost it. No. Have they cut it? I'm guessing they haven't cut it open. I don't I, believe so. I only touched the surface of it, so to speak. So, <laughs> what is the name of this item again? The Betts Mystery Sphere. B-E-T-Z. B-E-T-Z. Mystery Sphere. Is, okay, what? Maybe it's only a couple molecules off from, like, steel or something, so they're confused. Maybe. Or maybe they're lying. You know, the government, the truth, doesn't Was really this an lie. Art Bell thing? Was this a coast-to-coast thing? I'm, why have I, I... This sounds so familiar, but I... But at the same time, I have no knowledge of it. What? Mm. Is it a Kegel ball? Ooh, maybe. It's... That is nuts. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they first thought it was. They thought it was a cannonball from the Conquistadors. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to figure out how old do they think it is. This could be this, to be. This leads me back to my theory. It was discovered of, in seventy four of a pre advanced civilization. This yeah. is what this takes me to. That we had the ability, maybe even you know, think about um, the before chemistry oh it was weighing 22 pounds sorry there was alchemy oops which we at this time we think to be kind of as a pseudoscience right we think Mm -hmm. of like oh those alchemists were so silly sir isaac newton what a dummy you know he died ate mercury or whatever he wasn't very smart he did a couple other really smart things though but he we gave it to children to play with like it was a toy later i don't think that we were that much smarter anyways no fair no you're making valid points no no i was you know thank you you're for tearing down my straw man that was the point (laughs) no you're good no no no, that was the point um that isaac newton was not just some dummy but Mm -hmm. also isaac newton was an alchemist before he was the gravity guy so right. anyway, I just think of these things like, yeah, maybe this is some unknown element like that we can't quite explain. Mm-hmm. That just to me, I just I take it back to the idea that there are parts of this universe that I think we still don't understand that I'm not convinced that we didn't understand at a different point in time because we every society has a flood myth. Right. And what I tend to believe is that maybe it was the result of a solar storm. There are certain events that could happen, like if the sun gives off. We have these little solar pops that happen that most of the time our our atmosphere just absorbs it because it's mm-hmm. small enough. But in theory, there could be enough of a storm at the sun where it would have to release enough energy that it could, in theory, melt our caps like, mm-hmm. like that. And that would be something that would cause 
a massive flood on a worldwide basis. And that could be something that would wipe out an advanced civilization like that. And they would have mm-hmm. no way of stopping it because how do you stop something that the sun does? And then, boom, we are set back to the Stone Age, essentially, because everything that was ever built is underwater. And look at, like, Naples or just look at, look at any hurricane that's happened in the last 10 years. You don't have to use your imagination to think of the devastating impacts of water. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. My theory on this sphere is that it's probably something from our own past that we once understood that we have lost and and that's not even to consider yeah. the libraries of alexandria that were burned the the libraries that the nazis burned the the libraries that the pope keeps under lock and key mm-hmm. the libraries that the united states government keeps under lock and key how much information is being withheld from us and we we just can't even fathom i think what our actual limitations are we've um, lost massive amounts of info over over our entire species civilization i'm sure like not civilization i'm sorry probably wrong word but i i imagine over the the homo sapien lifetime we have lost massive and massive amounts more than we probably have at the moment Mm -hmm. so yeah can definitely believe it it could be something that we just completely forgot about have you guys heard about those they they think there were civilizations in the past and that like were riding around in cars and things like that mm-hmm. and yep. and that's the reason that there's some things that we can't explain in in architecture in certain certain countries so i mean you never know if that could be real and really we never know because if it was and someone knew about it the government would find out and bury it if they didn't want us to know. Oh, yeah. Well, it would throw the narrative ass overhead. Take a look at Christianity. Everything's got to have a story. The flood very well could have been from a solar flare. Yeah. But, no, we got to turn it into, uh, no, it's because you were bad. Yeah. You were bad, so we decided to punish you. It's because of butt stuff. Exactly. (laughs) Damn (laughs) dirty butt stuff. Yeah. (laughs) If things weren't supposed to go up your butt, it would have a gag reflex. Well, wasn't it because it's I I've heard that it's because the Nephilims were starting to exist. The angels Mm -hmm. were starting to breed with the humans and they had to wipe those things out. So what would that be symbolism for? That's where my brain goes. That's bestiality. Aliens. Aliens getting it on. Mm -hmm. Ooh, the Ron alien species stepping in and fucking the humans that Alien yeah. A didn't want them to fuck. This, uh, so this plays, this ties directly into certain Planet X Nibiru theories, where they will use that Old Testament to say that, hey, when Planet X came by, there's this weird, super long uh, uh, rotation around the sun that it does. So we mm-hmm. only see it every couple thousand years. It's there for a little while. They can come down, hang out, and then they have to go away, and then they're back every 3,000 years or whatever the theory is. But they they claim that that sort of first test or old testament stuff is the planet x you know the nibiru that they're the nephilim they're the angels coming down that made it with and then you know once it was found out that they were mating with the people that they because in this theory the planet x created humans mm-hmm. to be their slaves to yeah. help mine our resources so that way when they come back from in 3000 years they can take all of our resources it's a pretty extended theory Ooh. you got to right. dive deeply but they claim that the nephilim are them 
And, and then what if when Planet X went by, it caused a problem with the sun, caused a solar flare, melted all that shit? Quite a lot. One would you suggest could write so many books. that mm-hmm. having another planet that close to your own orbit could do lots of things to the weather and all, all kinds, kinds of, of stuff. Yeah. Yes, Oh, absolutely. maybe we're fucked up because they're coming back. Maybe we were wrong about No, I'm just kidding. Hey. I, I still think we should stop polluting the ocean. Probably. But probably should do that let me see i think we covered now the the two that i have i'll probably just leave buried for now because they are just uh, old military operations that i discovered while diving down a rabbit hole and i really think they'll just make us sad and we've already been going for 90 minutes so ah. i i don't need to uh dive too deeply in here so i will just say this um folks at home if you want to look up operation popeye or Operation Sea Spray, I think they are some topics that we can dive into on future episodes. The topics uh, for Popeye would be cloud seeding, and for Operation Sea Spray, that was a biological warfare experiment, so uh, has some heavy implications towards today, if I'm being honest, so... Uh, just a couple of things for us to look at. But other than that, we had what I have, moon landing, which we talked about, the hollow earth, disinformation, and who built the pyramids. So that pretty much covers my list, unless, of course, if you guys want to talk about any of those operations quickly, I'm happy to do so. But I know uh, I'm on your I'm on your time, you two, by the way, so um, no rush here, but I know we're at 90 minutes. So what do you have? Any final thoughts? Any, any? Actually, did you cover the pyramids? No, we, we can. Could, we did a little, a little bit, a but little, yeah, I think we, we should touch back on that later, though. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Egypt's just interesting, anyway. I think w- that is one that we can touch on, maybe probably multiple episodes, because right. there's the there's Giza, and then similar pyramids all across the world that we could. So we could talk about the pyramids on their own, and then there's ancient Egypt itself, because there are different things like we can prove with dating. Uh, that the Sphinx had its head replaced. So there, you know, so to pitch my theory, I guess, about the ancient Egyptians is that they discovered Egypt, mm-hmm. um, that the, they did not build the pyramids. I d- will never believe that they used slaves and water to drag tons of stone m- across hundreds of miles of desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all we know, it might not have been desert back then. But anyway, it's... Right. It, I, I don't believe the official story whatsoever. I think it's much more realistic that they found that giant pyramid and then maybe they found ways to recreate uh, smaller ones because that's the thing. We we hear that this is a tomb, but it's pretty evident with Egyptian stuff like what the tombs were because they decorated them. Mm-hmm. Giza has none of these decorations. So um, there's a whole bunch, I think at least one episode we could dive in about just that. And then, yeah, Egypt culture on its own, uh, the idea of rebirth. Uh, there's just so much cool stuff to talk about with that too. So. Right. Absolutely. I've always found Egypt very fascinating. The culture has become a little bit more evident to being, um, a little rough when it came to the Royals and their, uh, way of life. But other than that, I mean, poor King Tut. But other than that, you know, it, I think that Egypt is fascinating. I'd love to dive into that later. Yeah, because I think that's the second part is like their whole religion 
is worth its own episode, like their beliefs. Oh, yeah. Because I, and I do think, and, and that's an ad, that was an advanced civilization, despite again my thoughts that maybe they weren't solely responsible for building all of it. They they did a lot with what they had there, and mm-hmm. there's so much uh, to be looked at. And then again, we talk about Christmas. We didn't get to talk about any of the Egyptian ties and how Jesus relates to their sun god mm-hmm. as well and how some of these uh, holidays actually have some Egyptian ties as well. So we can definitely dive into them. What, what do you got pulled up over there? Lee? Oh, nothing. Nothing. My Her. phone's just being an ass. Oh, fair enough. I thought thought you had something there. I was trying to help out. But, yeah, so the pyramids, we definitely will go into that. Uh, I th- again, the uh, whole culture there. But anything else? We've got a whole slate. It, the 2023 Bad Dinner Guest slate is going to be quite interesting. We're, we're on our requel arc here where the, the new show is the old show, in a sense. And it's gonna. I'm. I'm very excited to talk about all things strange and undisclosed. We'll just put it that Same. way. Same. Same. I love this conspiracy stuff that uh, nobody has noticed. So <laughs> I eat this shit up, especially the Matrix, the simulation theory. We we. Gets me. Oh, I think we talked about this in the last episode. We got to prime it again, though. I don't know. Did you guys have a chance to watch any of the Mark Passio stuff about the Matrix? Because that will be its, uh, I, I think the the Matrix will be able to be like its own mini series on the channel Absolutely. almost because there are so many different interpretations of it. We can deep dive, but yeah, Mark Passio's, uh, I guess I'll say translation of the material. I think will be, I mean, he it takes him three hours to spit it out. So I think we can. Pro- it'll probably take us an hour to talk about it on a right. podcast. So that'll probably be its own topic, but. Yeah, this was uh, a great time. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much to all of you that listened with us, and thank you, too, for sharing uh, these ideas with me. Um, Thanks for having us. Of course, always. I am so happy. We finally, it's been full circle. We talked about this last episode, Lou. We started in a van. Mm-hmm. I purchased some of this equipment from a company called Sweetwater, whose founder, I wanted you two to know, started his company it was a mobile recording studio that he built into a 66 volkswagen van innovative and yeah and so i found a very personal touch to know that i was buying these things to uh, enhance our product and it was uh, from a guy who had a very similar start to us and so i thought that was very cool in a way to ring in the new year so we are all about uh it just feels it just feels so good to have you know we've been on a long journey here with this particular program we as i said started with a the bare minimum of equipment then at one point we had all the equipment in the world and then we've just been on quite a journey to get back here and to be back making the content that we like talking about things that we love and doing so with uh uh, a higher quality so i personally look forward to bringing this show back to you folks in 2023 i think it's gonna be the best version of the show we've ever had hopefully we can get some old friends back like sean and the gang to talk with some of this stuff about us but uh before i sign off any farewell words from either of you guys i, I normally this is when i normally plug my social medias but i you know i don't 
Be uh, safe this New Year's and every day. Please don't drink and drive. It's so unnecessary these days, you guys. There's so many different options. Uber, Lyft, call a friend. I'm sure there's something you can find. Please stay safe. But And thank you for joining us. Happy New Year, you filthy animals.